Alright, I'm recording, checking my levels, they seem okay. I'm recording, I'm checking Joe's levels, they seem okay. I'm recording, I'm checking my levels after listening to Ken and, Ken and Joe test their levels, and everything looks okay to me. Actually, it's a little high. Yeah, everyone stopped. I guess I'll stop and restart too. Are we stopping and restarting? No, okay, are we stopping? Okay. Alright, I'm gonna pause my audio. I've started from the point where I left off. Oh, okay. Then I won't use my own, okay. It'll come up. It's fine. It's fine. Hey, I'm Joe. I'm Ken. I'm Andrew. And I'm Dan. And we're the Rewinders Podcast, rewinding movies to see if they hold up. And this time, we rocked out without our cocks out because we don't do that. Uh, at least I don't think we... Well, we don't do that together. I can say that. <laughs> and we watched Transformers, <laughs> the movie from 1986. Man, that almost transitions perfectly to gun nipples? <laughs> it was a thing in the 80s, guys. Get over it. Where else are you going to put them? <laughs> it was cold. Okay. Um, I'll, just, I'll just ask the question because I pseudo know the answer. And I just want to have everyone talk through it. Who watched the Transformers when they were younger? I did. Yay! This movie? No, 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 no. no, no. The, the TV, TV series. series. Yes. I was very young. I don't remember much, but yes. Negative. <gasps> what? I, I'm pretty sure I had a Transformer toy when I was growing up, but I had never really watched the show at all. Which one? Which toy? I don't even remember. It was like a. It might have been Starscream. I, I have no idea. What color was it? If it was gray and red, that's that's Starscream. Yeah, I think it was gray and red. I, I don't remember. It's been so long. Starscream was one of the best original toys. Was what did it just? Was it a pile of molten lead? I wish. Yeah, no. It was an F sixteen Tomcat. It was a jet. <laughs> and once you're a jet, you're always a jet. Except when you're a transformer and you transform into a robot. Into a robot, dude. Wait, wait is that why there was a button on the bottom where when you pressed it, it just made snaps? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was confused by that. They thought they could trick trick you into thinking that's the transform noises, but some cheeky developers <laughs> like, hey, snaps, yes. I was very jealous of my neighbor who had a star scream because it was actually pretty big if well, I was a kid, so maybe everything was big to me back then, but I thought it was really cool. Megatron was really dumb because he turned into a gun. Correct. And Optimus Prime was a semi, and that played no play, did not play into a reason why he was cool or not, because he was Optimus Prime, so it didn't matter. Yeah, semis are pretty cool for me as a kid, you know. Yay, you can't see me, but I'm doing the hand pump motion for having people uh, do toot, the toot. toot yep the toots honk, honk. i suppose i could have just said the honk motion and everyone know what i said i don't have to say so many words now you're feeling wordy it's you, fine you can say all the words um all right i'll just mute myself and go through every word i know <laughs> i assume you uh those of us who watched the transformers tv show we enjoyed it oh yes my parents actually didn't ever own any of them the only time that I got to, like, watch the TV series when I was young, like, in elementary school, was when I got my hair cut. Because the place that we'd go get my hair cut had a little TV, like, kids playpen set up. And they had, like, a dozen different Transformers mov- uh, Transformers VHSs. And I would just plug one in and wait for my hair, for my dad to get his hair cut. And then 
I'd get mine. And in that time, I would I'd sit and just watch Transformers all the time. Because I assume when you were a kid, like Beast Wars, that 3D animated Transformers was, was that was on. that was my that was middle school when that came out. I was close. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I did watch it. I have I have a ton of Transformers fi- action figures, a whole bunch of them. Like classics, classics, um, a bunch of Beast Wars, and then when I started collecting more in college, some of the more expensive ones and things like that. Not yeah, I've, I've I got a friend who's who's like neck deep in Transformers everything, and the dude's got he's got a collection that is high on the list of jealousy. Did anyone watch this movie before? That's now the follow up. Yes, probably not. No, <laughs> I've I've always listened to other people talk fondly of this movie, but I, I I'd never seen it myself. Dan, when how did you see it when you were younger? I rented it. Because, uh, I mean, it came out three years before I was born. Well, yeah. And how did you feel when an Autobot said shit? <laughs> I... <laughs> that's that's a note that I have. It is a uh-huh. note. Um, I don't remember that line. When that line came up, this, uh, when I watched it, it was a little bit of a shock. <laughs> no, I imagine we're a lot more... Uh noticing of things like that now yeah well, plus the 80s remember the 80s were a different time we had an f-bomb and beetlejuice and it was rated pg yeah that was tame compared to some of it what was this rated um i think it was PG? rated t for transformers Ooh. what were you rated pg pg okay that makes sense because i was gonna say i mean like yeah i'll i'll talk about that in a bit <laughs> Sounds good. So when I was younger and this movie came out, I never saw it. And all I knew was my friends and people uh, who had seen it. And it was like, Optimus Prime dies. You know, it's just like one of those cases where the movie actually did something that the TV series never did, which it had consequences for things. Mm -hmm. It was just something interesting that floated out there. I knew it existed, but never... Took time to go see it until now. So before we get into what we like and don't like, uh, yeah, y'all caught who the voice of Ultra Magnus was, right? Uh, I might say that we're stacking our movies. Yeah, yeah. I was I was delighted by the yeah, voice. Another cast. Robert Stack movie. I liked yeah. Robert Stack. Oh yeah, and I liked um, Orson Welles. Orson Welles. Orson Welles did a great job. Yeah. yeah, right into things we like because uh, Robert Stack is a great Transformer voice. It never even occurred to me. So I was like, oh. Yeah, he's great. That's exactly what I imagine a Transformer to sound like. I always ex- always assumed that he sounded the way he did because that's the way that his character from Unsolved Mysteries is supposed to sound. But he talks the same way. <laughs> it's, it's just, you can't get away from it. I was going to say, you saw Airplane, right? Yep. He talks like that in Airplane. Yep, that's his voice. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, are we into the part of stuff that we like? Just before yeah, just we get before into what we, we like, haven't quite gotten into that. Okay, I mean, we made a pretty good transition right there. No, 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 no. Before, uh, if you haven't seen the Transformers movie and you want to know what it's about, it doesn't tell you jack shit about what's going on. So if you never watched the Transformers before, this movie just chucks you into action without explaining it, and it's the Autobots, which they never explain. Uh, are trying to get back home to Cybertron, but the Decepticons, the bad ones, have taken over Cybertron, and um, their process of 
their war together is insanely juvenile. And they show their hands to each other, left and right, what they're going to do, and then act surprised when the other side stops him. <laughs> the battle starts at Cybertron, then it switches over to Earth, where the Autobots throw children in the way of harm constantly, and, and uh, things get destroyed. And then the fight gets taken somewhere else. And then it comes back to Earth, and then it goes somewhere else. And there's a planet-eating robot that eats planets, but not organic planets. It's like <laughs> machine planets. And it's pretty cool until the end when it's not anymore. It decides, oh, I don't want to eat this planet. I want to punch it. <laughs> because screw you. <laughs> um, And it's all one long music video <sighs> where it's... Like driving and fighting and sassy one-liners and then one, you know, and and if there would be blood in robots, there would be so much blood, nonstop flowing of robot blood. That's the summary of the movie. So much to talk about. To preface to preface this, I never said that Transformers was a good movie. It is a terrible okay. movie. This this movie. Uh-oh. This is like considered the holy grail. Like everybody is obsessed with this movie who saw it. They hold it in such high regard. It is deemed like the ultimate classic and like the best animated movie of all time for some people. And just for a lot of people, it just it really holds a massively, massively ranked spot. For a, a Western animated film, it is surprisingly good animation. Yeah. Especially considering the time. That's my biggest takeaway for the like section is the animation in this film is incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. I was blown away with how well animated this movie was. That's like all hand-drawn animation. Yep. Yeah, and there's mm -hmm. so many things drawn in the first five minutes. I mean, it just there's so there's much going so on. There's so much moving parts. Yeah. All the little particulates anytime anyone like hits something. like There's a lot of motion going on. It's not some lazy job. They really, they really went hard at that animation. It was great. I also felt like I think they took note of heavy metal. Yes, I got very big heavy metal vibes from oh, this yeah. film. Took a lot of inspiration from heavy metal. Mm -hmm. I felt that. I'm, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> We're not gonna not gonna lie though. This this is the 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 soundtrack for this movie is banging, <laughs> absolutely banging, out of place, I'd say. But uh, <laughs> tell me more about this. How how it's influenced by metal, heavy metal, just like the the, no, the movie, metal. the movie heavy metal. Right. Oh, okay. Well, that's it's not going to do any good explaining that. I've seen it. It's got a lot of same <laughs> vibes in, in terms of just tone, in terms of just some of the animation style. Like it just it it feels like that. And I was I was getting such strong vibes about that. I'm glad that everybody else picked up on that because I, I thought I'd be the only one. But I'm glad to hear that you guys saw that too. Just like the music mixing with it and the really good animation, the attention to details, and I don't think they pandered to children no nope this movie was the movie that taught children that your heroes will die <laughs> that's the big thing is this movie has stakes so there's actually like tension to the action even when the transformers are running for no reason when they could turn into cars and there's tension that they could oh. actually you know get hit by a stray blaster <laughs> or, or why guns don't work against other transformers so they have to turn into cars to do damage I, okay I, i'm getting ahead of myself but anyways yeah they i was Okay, so coming from a non-Transformers background, 
watching this film and seeing multiple Transformers, multiple Autobots getting blown away in the first like 20 minutes. They kill off yeah. 90% of the, the cast. Yeah, like I, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I don't recall them ever doing this in the show. And then I looked it up and I'm like, okay, so yeah, this did scar a lot of people. <laughs> RC, Cliffjumper, and Bumblebee are of the original cast and they're the only ones that survive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there there would have been problems if they killed Bumblebee. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. They just fucking, fucking kill him, and I just swore. I'm sorry. They just blast everybody. It's not even killing him. Megatron turns into a damn gun. <laughs> other, other Decepticons using him to blow away Autobots. Yep. I, w- I wasn't prepared for that. I wasn't prepared for that. It's really funny that he turns into a gun. He's like, hey, we have the number advantage. Hey, we don't have the number advantage anymore. <laughs> oh, well, I was watching that scene. I'm watching the scene. He turns into a gun, and as he's flipping and, and making the sound, I see the bazooka strapped to his back. I'm like, wait, what? And then they blow two Autobots away using him, and then he pops back out, and he's got the bazooka on his back. I'm just like, so he had a gun, but they made him a gun. I, I don't even... <laughs> That's the reason why he ch- they changed him to a tank. In generations two and forward. Uh, and what did they change him into for the actual live action movies? I forget. He's a tank. Is he? He's a tank in live yeah. action. Huh. He's a Cybertronian tank. He doesn't have like a. Man, I do not remember that. It's it's fun. He like he doesn't transform a lot, and he actually did transform into a like a desert terrain tanker in one of the live actions after he had gotten damaged when he's got the like cloak. Okay. Okay. Yes. I agree. <laughs> it's been a while. But yeah, I'm I'm with you, Andy. It's just like transform into a tiny gun so that he can shoot pew pews at people, but when he's in full soldier mode, he has a huge cannon that goes gumpajoom at people. Yep. It was the eighties guys and the TV series were meant to sell toys. Just, you just gotta, you gotta remember that. I just, I don't understand the unnecessary point of turning into a gun to accomplish that task when later on he puts a bazooka to a dude's face and blows him away. It's just like what the. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the bazooka uses more energy because later in the movie they explain they can't fire their lasers that much because they're running out of energy for their lasers. During possibly my favorite sequence of the movie. But then they also have those delicious uh, <laughs> sticks of gum. They gotta say the weird Beanie Bomb Bomb, hello. The, the universal universal greeting? Yeah. I, I had it, I thought I had it memorized, I don't anymore. No, it just, I, I heard that and I'm like, where have I heard this before? I swear I've heard it used elsewhere outside of this movie. Ba weep, brana weep, nini bong. Yeah. My guess is evil dead. It's not a good guess, but it's my guess. It's a decent guess, but I don't think so. <laughs> he would have coughed his way through it. The th- one thing I liked about this, like, just from the get-go, it starts off with some really chill music, really interesting detailed scenes, and then this chill music keeps going on, but everything just gets flattened and destroyed by Unicron. And would it... Oh, I wrote down, I'm like, my child mind would have probably just been blown within those first five minutes of everything happening. And as an adult, it all ended within five minutes because Unicron went munch, 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 munch. Yeah. <laughs> as it ate stuff. And I was like, what? That, 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 that pulled me out. I forgot about that. The, the crunching noises? <laughs> the crunching noises inside of yes. Unicron. Yep. It absolutely made me laugh. I was like, what on earth is going on here? Oh, God. You, you mean the, the 1960s like cartoon crunching sound? Yep. 
Exactly. But yeah, and I thought they were killing generic Transformers at the start. I was like, ah, it's all right. They're killing ge- generic Transformers. Then I, I'm, I'm realizing, I'm like, no, that one had a name. That's what I thought, too. That was a named I character. I thought it was just like random random Autobots. I didn't realize his main character. <laughs> if, if they have multiple color paths, like if the if their design has more than one color, they're, they have a name and their main character. So all of the the people on that planet that got eat, eaten by uh, Unicron, they all have like one color to them, except for the one guy that ends up coming back and getting destroyed by the Sharkticons later. Oh my god, the Sharkticons! Anyways, good stuff. Them <laughs> Sharkticons. I was pretty impressed that uh, they killed Optimus Prime in about twenty five minutes. Yep, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, it was very quick. Definitely set the stakes. Oh, I mean, they killed plenty before Optimus Prime, but yeah, that was just the double down. All right, but for me and the rest of us who didn't know at the time, yeah, those are main characters that they killed. But like, I didn't know that at the time, so like, sure, they were. They had faces. However, I didn't know what those faces represented. Once you k- kill off the leader, you're like, oh, okay. I got you, movie. That's what this is going to be. <laughs> I was impressed with the level of death and destruction in the movie, which a lot of kids would have gone to see. Especially when an Autobot gets shot and is full frame opening his mouth and dying and you can see the smoke billowing up out of his mouth i'm like whoa damn it was certainly intense it really didn't hold back in that regard no except for the ones that like there's a few transformers that basically get pulled apart and then get put back together again and they're fine it's like what what was the difference like the grumpy old uh war general dude who lost his leg yeah cup Cup. i love what's his name Cup. cup, 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 K-U-P. Oh, cup. Oh, not cuck. No. <laughs> That's a oh, different God. kind of robot, Joe. <laughs> well, hanging him around with whatever his name was, half the movie kind Hot of Rod? probably was. Arsenio Hallbot. Hot Rod. Hot Rod. Hot Rod. Hot Rod. Thank you. I I only could think of his. End. He doesn't become Rodimus until the very end. But that's all I could think about, and I couldn't figure out what his original name was rodimus prime hot rod with a fifth wheel okay seriously uh probably not because it's actually a good part of the movie but because it reminded me of another thing that i like the part where they get taken by the sharktopuses sharktotrons whatever you want to call them (laughs) and they uh get thrown into uh the jail and like that and there's like the the Robots with the tentacly arms. Right about that time, I was getting strong vibes of a uh, book series that I really, really enjoy called... uh, It's a three-part series by a guy named Brian Daly. It's called The Adventures of Alacrity Fitzhugh and Hobart Flight. Hobart wins a spaceship. Alacrity's uh, hired by the Earth Services to go get the spaceship and so it's their space their adventures going through space and at one point they end up on a planet where there's a bunch of tentacly monsters and they uh decide to try to join in on a uh, funeral march and they both try to like best each other it just kind of reminded me of that uh, ridiculousness and made me that that part of the book made me laugh so much and this movie stole my good feelings for that movie and used it so to make it so that part of my movie is of the movie is my favorite i really want to watch cup and hot rod just go on space adventures with each other visiting random planets and uh, getting into mischief sounds like you'd really enjoy the second generations of transformers i might cups around You'd have to you'd have to find a copy and give you a watch of the series. <laughs> it sounds like a challenge. As soon as I heard the voice for Grimlock, that that brought me back to being a kid because I was like, "Holy crap!" I totally forgot that this character was like that, and it just was a little bit fun. Yeah, 
I like Grimlock. The dinosaur. Right, he was the dinosaur one? Yeah, he was the T-Rex with very long arms for a T-Rex. That creeped me out, though. Maybe that's what a real T-Rex's arm looks like, and he's just... (laughs) Uh, Nope, maybe not. I don't know. They had the Micro Machines dude as Blur. Again, another voice actor where it's like, ah, again, something of my childhood. Not that I enjoyed his performance. I was like, eh. But I was like, yep. Yeah, but as a kid, I would have loved Blur. Oh, I hate Blur. Hated Blur. So intense. Him and Wheelie. I hate them both. Uh, which one's Wheelie? Wheelie's the little the little one that Drimlock picks up. Oh, yeah. The one that rhymes yeah. everything all the time. I always liked um, Shockwave. Shockwave is, yeah, he's a big fan of mine. Big fan. I'm a big fan of his. His toy could pop it open and have a little pterodactyl transform from a tape. The more expensive one was... Good times. An actual tape player on top of being a Transformer. Wow. That Ooh. came out later, must have. Uh, that might have been a Gen 2. Maybe it was a Gen 1. All the toys I'm familiar with are Gen 1, so... Anything past that, the only thing I know about is the automatic transforming Optimus Prime toy, which I was like, yeah, it's neat. You don't sound like that's actually neat, though. I mean, it's neat. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to look at, but that's too much money for a gimmick like that. Yeah. But then again... You know, probably just means that Transformers isn't necessarily our elongated cup of tea. All right, let's uh, shift gears a little bit and talk about the things that we either head tilted about or was just like groan worthy or negative feelings about it. Maybe for, for me, we've already hit on a couple of them. Like they kill off a lot of the main cast on both the good and bad side in the first half hour of the movie. I don't see that as a negative for the movie, but if you liked those characters, then I guess I could see yeah. that. If you like Optimus Prime, well, I guess you're kind of out of luck here, but... <laughs> <laughs> so this this was a weird one for me. I uh, My first real exposure, exposure to Transformers was the first Michael Bay film. I had seen the cartoon on TV on reruns on syndication every once in a while, and I was just always like... I don't know why, but it always had the kid in it too, and it's just like, wow, that kid's a dork, and I don't like him. I don't identify with him. And like I hit like all these other heroes, and it's just like that kid. I hate that kid. So <laughs> I didn't really grow up with the show. I, I saw the first movie in theaters with a friend who was a massive fan, and I was like, wow, the movie's actually really good. But then I saw the second and was like, eh, it's not as good as the first. And then I stopped after that. But I had one Transformer toy as an adult, which would be I think his name is Rollbar or Rollcage. Is a is a Jeep that could transform. <laughs> That's right up your alley. It, it was. It was. Because after the movie, I'm like, oh, man, I really want a Transformer now. And I went out to the stores. I'm like, nothing really tickles my fancy. Oh, wait, that one's a Jeep Rubicon. Woo! <laughs> so that's really cool. But <laughs> Yeah, I, I think this is a first for me. This is absolutely a first. And I know I'm going to take a lot of flack for this. But this was, for me, the hardest movie that I've ever had to complete. I put it on. I put it on, and I was like, okay, I'm not looking forward to this movie, but I'm going to watch it. And I always go into something, you know, thinking I'm going to get at least something good out of it. But I threw it on, and by about the 45 minute mark, I was just like, you can't tell me there's more remaining. Like, what the hell is going on? I was annoyed. I, at certain points, just let it play and listened to it because I couldn't stand watching it anymore. <laughs> um,. For me, it's, like you said, Joe, it was the uh, being thrown in with literally no prior knowledge. For me, it was just like the movie starts and it doesn't stop until it's done. Mm -hmm. It was just non-stop action. It was literally every scene just full of fighting and craziness. The movie never once 
in the entire hour and 30 minutes took a breath. And that's the difference between this and like heavy metal. Heavy metal had moments where the music stopped and the characters were allowed to talk and have conversation and like the story moved on without having to have it be like, you know, a, a, a centerpiece of them moving on with a fight fight scene or something. <laughs> like for me, it was really just difficult because it just felt like just visual diarrhea just splattering on the screen and I'm just like basically <laughs> watching and along for the ride for an hour and a half. So I guess along those same lines, you're saying constant action, always some, always a fight. However, uh, along those same lines, the Autobots never really get any respite. The only person who knows how to fight are the primes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the rest of them are useless. Yeah. The rest of them are very useless. Mm-hmm. What? Microscope guy doesn't have any uses? Foresight or whatever his name? Perceptron. Perceptron. <laughs> Percept- yeah, that's, that's what it was. Perceptron. So, sorry. I'm going to butcher everything. I, I apologize. I'm not a Transformers guy. It's fine. I'll just, correct it's you. Fine. It's fine. <laughs> You, you don't need to apologize. It's very fun. And then I, I, I think I think the other thing that had me just groaning, rolling, and just fed up by the end of the movie, I, I can't put it any other way, but fed up. The goddamn Dinobots. <laughs> I, I was so excited. I'm like, oh man, Dinosaur Transformers, that's neat. Oh God, he's going to literally say me Grimlock every time he talks. Oh, he's yep. He's going to keep doing it. Stupid. He's supposed but to be stupid. The question stupid. is why? He's supposed no, I, to be a foil to Optimus Prime. But I did look it up after the movie, and apparently in the comics, he's not stupid. Apparently in the comics, he's always been like really well calculated and can speak really well. It's just for the cartoon and the and the movie, for some reason, they dumbed him down. Yep. I guess that's something fans talk about, but I, I didn't know. Yep. It's just like... It's a, it's a what, thing. What the hell's with the Dinobots? What the hell's with the Dinobots? <laughs> The Dinobots came uh, first, and but it doesn't make sense either because I was thinking about it. I'm like, and here's where all the 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 questions that shouldn't be asked based off of it being a simple cartoon and a movie for kids, and a toy franchise that was literally all that was created because it wanted to sell toys. What? But you have robots that transform into vehicles that are supposed to mimic vehicles from Earth, so they blend in. Mm-hmm. But most of the movie takes place off of earth until you get to that last fight scene it's just like what's the point of staying that way other than being other than kids being able to identify that's that one and that's this one also why is like the 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 cornerstone of all their fight moves transforming into an earth vehicle to run something over and then (laughs) and then it started making me question the dinobots it's like so you're telling me that these these robots went to earth and mimicked themselves as vehicles and blended in but these robots went to Earth and mimicked themselves as giant, walking, mechanical, obviously cartoony dinosaurs, and the dinosaurs didn't think anything of it? The Dinobots were on Earth before the Autobots got there. Apparently a very long time before the Autobots got there. Yeah, it's the whole thing I have a note on. There's there's so much, there are so many lore questions that come up that do not get covered at all. Yeah. Well, no, especially for someone like me. If you didn't watch the TV series <laughs> or haven't read the comic books, you're effed. Mm-hmm. You are yeah, so effed. no, Exactly. I'm starting the movie. I'm like, who's this human dude in that space suit? Isn't that the guy from all those uh, G.I. Joe PSAs? Like, what's going on with this? I I didn't know anybody in this. Then Optimus came out. I'm like, okay, I know Optimus. Oh, okay, I know Megatron. Oh, no, Optimus died. (laughs) It's just like I was thrown for a loop. Well, at least I knew someone. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Knew someone. I was the biggest fish out of water with this movie out of any movie I've ever seen. I've never felt that before. It's It's like normally if you haven't seen the thing, at least you can keep up. But this, oh, this, it's like you don't even have floaties and they just threw you in the deep end. It's just, just wow. Just wow. 
my rant's over. I'm sorry. That's, no, that's that's a that's a good analogy. They threw you in the deep end without any floaties. That's 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 this movie. Like, yeah, it, it literally feels like showing up at a party where you know literally nobody, and you're going because your friends know somebody, and you get there and everybody knows everybody. They're all having a great time, and you're just kind of standing in the corner like, what the hell? Who are these people? <laughs> why should I care that they're all dying? Yeah, why is that person impacted by this person? Like, <laughs> what's all going on? I mean, in the movie, the Decepticons aren't doing anything evil per se they're both fighting each other so they both could kind of put out the fact that they're just defending themselves the only thing that makes them worse than the autobots are that they start fighting each other for who the leader is i don't know and why do random transformers show up with autobot or decepticon tattoos are are you born that way? Are you born a Decepticon? Are you born in? Is there has there been a Decepticon that decided he doesn't want to be a Decepticon anymore yes. and wanted to be an Autobot and couldn't because his label never could change? No, labels the labels can change. Anyway, but the movie doesn't. No, the, the movie doesn't cover any of that. That's that's covered in again the TV series and the comic books more heavily in the comic books because you can do more things with comics what? you can get more in depth the the movie is probably closer to how the comic books feel in tone because the comic books are a more mature medium can you choke an autobot can you can you choke a transformer i, I don't know Maybe, sure. Are you wanting to try? No, because in the movie, I forgot if it was I think it's Galvatron is basically got his hands around uh the race car hot rod damn it hot rod and i'm like okay but then he's hot rod starts making like like little gaspy noises i'm like wait a minute wait a minute minute." two scenes ago he was walking under the water and just talking like nothing matters how wait choking shouldn't be a thing from two scenes ago again I never once stated that this was a good movie. Are you, are you trying to say all the innocent people shouldn't have been murdered by robot sharks? No, you just, they did the right thing. They convinced robot sharks, sharks to turn on their masters. They did. <laughs> I don't know whether I think it's a negative point or a good point, but when one of the, the Dinobots was attacking, uh, another Transformer, I'm assuming a Decepticon, came down with like a double fist smash on top of him. And his eyes, the Dinobot's eyes, bulged out of yes. its head. Yes. Popped out, ju- juggled around, and came back down. I was wondering what and... the hell that was about. <laughs> <laughs> That's up there with the munch munch sound, where it's like... Cartoony. The tone suddenly just changes. Yeah. Suddenly. You got these badasses plugging people <laughs> in the first 20, 30, 30 minutes of the movie... But then you have this cartoony bit where, it, like you said, fists down on the back of a, of a sauropod and its its eyes just bulge and go it's, back in. That's the TV series. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what happened in the TV series. There's always this, like, oh. real quick tone change and something serious. That's crazy. A big negative for me is that this movie kills off of a bunch of characters that have cool names that had good things that they transformed into and i'm putting good in air quotes because it's debatable but all the leftovers with names like rodimus prime and stuff it's like they went into a 
uh, a bunch of writers and producers went into brought in a bunch of people and said what's cool everybody hey this is 1985 to 86 what's cool and they got a bunch of people to say well saying radicals pretty cool <laughs> and then they're like all right just make that into uh, and in the end like stuff like changing megatron to galvatron well, that's yeah, he not goes through a phys- he gets dumb. a new body he's no longer megatron he's a galvatron oh, he's he's galvanized yeah no kid knows what that is it sounds dumb they like dumbed down all the names for uh, the following generation unless you're from galveston texas texas in which case you're like hey this one's for us isn't it this is our trans decepticon i thought we had a rule no talking about texas especially this week <laughs> okay i can get on board with that uh and then tone shifts the biggest tone shift came with Eric Idle's Transformer and breaking it into Dare to be Stupid from <laughs> Weird Al. Mm-hmm. Yes! I didn't yep. know why you posted <laughs> And I'm like, oh, it's like one of the voices in the movie something? or I just couldn't figure it out. And then when the literal song started playing, I was just beside myself. <laughs> I was... That took me so far out of the movie, it was not even funny. Like, yes. What even as the point of playing this song like what oh the tone shift was weird i mean i read someone online saying that it makes sense because the eric idol transformer and the other ones with him i they had a specific name i didn't write that down but they could talk because they watched television and that's they reference television shows to communicate and there is like pop culture and that songs all about pop culture stuff of the time and i'm like still i'm sure you can find a at least a handful of other 80s songs about pop culture as a movie that was again yeah it it just pulls you out of any sort of storyline and it turns it immediately into a music video Yes. And then when it's done, you're back into the movie again. And I know that has been a thing in other movies. Like, I guess you could say UHF has that. Which I I got to talking to some people about this movie at work. I was like, in the middle of the movie, it's weird. They just like throw a a random, not random, they throw a Weird Al song in there. And I was like, does Weird Al music make sense in any movie? Even (laughs) UHF. Like, they had to take you out of the movie just so they could have a music video for his new song. The music didn't even fit in that movie. (laughs) I'm going to give Dan a moment. Dan, you haven't had negatives. We've hit on a bunch of the ones that I've already said. I mean, the, the, the pacing for this movie is a mess. If you haven't seen the movie, like I'm just reiterating things. If you haven't seen or been introduced to any of the Transformers lore, this movie is going to make no sense. It just it falls down under the fact that it is entirely propped up by nostalgia. Well, now you're getting ahead of things. But yeah, I like we. I, I have <laughs> nothing else to say. I... We've 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 hit all of the points that I find negative in this movie. All right. Well, I got more. Okay, then. go okay. for it. <laughs> Like how uh, Daniel's dad is kind of a dick. Spike? Yeah. Hey, son. Happy birthday. I'm never coming home. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, what should I do? He's like, shoot it. Like, what? Use your exosuit. That doesn't help anything. Got a little bit more specific here. You're supposed to be a scientist. Tell me third button on my left arm. Like, tell me how to use the suit. Yeah. Don't just tell me to use the suit. And again, Autobots keep putting that child in war zones. At least the Decepticons are not, like, 
harming other people or throwing humans in the way as shields. No, it's the Autobots putting children out there. They tried to throw uh, Spike into the lava. Yeah, they were throwing everybody well, into the Unicron. lava. Well, that's Unicron. Yeah, they're, they're opportunist uh, murderers. Like, they'll kill anybody. But there were only two humans in this movie. Unicron's neither a Decepticon or an Autobot. It made me laugh a little bit when uh, they threw... When Starscream threw Megatron out the airlock. <laughs> then they all start fighting. They all start fighting, and all of a sudden he's the boss, and then Megatron shows up. Ah! Turns him into a lead scrap. Yeah. It was things like that that made me enjoy the movie. Unicron being full of water? Maybe not. There's a lot of water inside Unicron. Speaking of Unicron, you were trying to say something about that earlier. Yeah, so Unicron is this big world-eating Deity. monstrosity. Okay. Deity. And... Going through, we'll say, the universe. Which, by the way, the universe is filled with machine worlds. What? Anyway, done with that. Um, (laughs) But then when we get to the end of the movie, Unicron changes form, and now he's vulnerable, and then they tear him apart. With the Matrix of... of, uh, Yeah, apparently the Matrix of uh, Leadership is the only thing that's supposed to uh, kill him, but boy, did they do a lot of damage to him as soon as... Yeah. I don't know. And then his head floats around, and it's like, I assume he'll come back again? All right, you can make assumptions, yeah. I think the Decepticons (laughs) end up using his head as their base for quite some time. Well, that's kind of cool. And uh, his head becomes one of the moons for Cybertron. Speaking of that, the scale in this movie is changes quite a bit yeah i I went back and i watched a a youtube clip of them meeting the dinobots the first time and dinobots get introduced and several autobots are like wow look at the size of those things they seem smaller than the normal autobots in this movie i i I just don't (laughs) i don't know yeah there's a lot of morphine of sizes because it's like animators drew something and then they're like oh oh no that's way smaller okay shrink them Exactly. Yeah, that's a so, that's a, a, eh. a trope within the Transformers universe is the the scale of things. I say in animation in general, like if you have something that, or actually movies in general, if you got something that's not your standard size, the scale's gonna shift quite a bit. No, look at how big Megatron is, and he becomes a handgun. <laughs> you should just turn into a handgun that's like the same amount of mass and then it takes like two Decepticons to pull a trigger, one to aim it but it's a really big blast it would make sense or, since he's a Transformer he pulls his own damn trigger I say, he does that after he uh, becomes Galvatron he's able to shoot himself oh, but he's a he's a turreted cannon at that point yeah, do turreted cannons fire themselves in reality? do cars no. drive themselves in reality? <gasps> Sometimes. Oh, I mean, dun, do dun, now. Dun. Tesla has entered the chat. Not in, not in 86. Rodimus Prime turns into this massive-ass vehicle, and the Transformers get into him. It is a... <laughs> Rodimus is a hot rod with a fifth wheel. Yeah, just... Uh. Because all Autobot leaders need to be semis. Yup. Ultra what? Magnus was a semi. He was actually technically a car, a car carrier. Optimus Prime. I forget what um. Semi. What was the name of Ultra Magnus and Prime's master? Whatever. And that's a thing. You can just become a Prime, huh? No. Apparently you not. The ma- the Matrix decides whether or not you become a Prime. Okay. Well, you can just become a Prime. You don't have to be born into it. No. Optimus was he was just a soldier. Orion Orion Pax was his his name before 
becoming Optimus Prime. This is the Excalibur of the Transformers universe. Yeah, apparently. Watery tarts throwing Matrix of Unity. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to agree with Dan. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, this totally depends on nostalgia. If you haven't seen the TV show, you are doomed from the get-go to understand just about anything with this film. Andy agrees. I disagree. If you've seen the new ones, at least you'll know what a Sam Witwicky is. Wait, no, you'll know what a Dan- Daniel Witwicky is. What happened to Sam? Who's Sam? Samwise Gamgee? Witwicky? So S- Sam in the movies, yeah. Sam is in the live actions. He is a he is a cartoon. Is no. Da- is Daniel <laughs> Daniel and Spike are Witwickies. <laughs> yeah. And in the 2007 iteration of the Transformers movie. Sam is a... There, there was the grandpa. Was the grandpa Daniel? I think. Or Spike? I, I can't remember if it was Spike. Uh, I'd have to look. I'd have to look at the movie lore. I don't remember. Not worth your time. Let's say that seems like a lot of effort for very little payoff. I just like to imagine the, the child in this movie. The child of the scientist is uh, Witwicky. But yes, if you go into this looking for any Megan Foxes, you're going to be sorely disappointed. <laughs> no, there's only two humans. The closest you get is RC. She's the only female the character in the RC. entire movie. But I don't think this movie fails and the And what does test. she do? Next to nothing. She kills a bunch of guys. She skates around. She kills a bunch of male counterparts. Oh, yeah. Good yeah. For her. Yeah. She, of course, is pink. Yeah, because that's that's all they can be. Yep, they can only be pink. How else would you know? I know. How would you ever know that it's a girl if it's not pink? (laughs) (laughs) But I I do believe Dan's correct. Is this a rare occurrence where this movie actually passes the Bechdel test? (laughs) Because she wasn't in there. She does not talk about boys. You have to have two women talking. Oh, two women talking. Oh, that's right. She's the only female character that falls down. And there's, there's... a woman robot, which is questionable whether or not you can even consider a robot a woman. Or if they're, I guess they are sentient, so probably. <laughs> this movie, I okay, I have to actually give props to this movie because I am a very nonsensical person and I can come up with crap off the top of my head like no one else. This movie makes me question everything because logically nothing makes sense. Nothing that I watched on the screen for an hour and a half makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> it just drives me insane. <laughs> So I have to give props. I have to give mad props for that. You know, and I've been talking to you for quite some time now, and it, all of a sudden, all this stuff on screen just, it kind of made sense to me. I don't know if it's related. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I think this is like one of those movies that I, I would suggest to people if they were people to get high, get high and watch this movie. That may be a good time. Or a bad time. I don't know. I think it would be too jarring. Honestly, the music in this movie is just so out of place. It's like, it, it's jarring in real life. It's only jarring in the tone scene with... I will say, the uh, just the regular synth that just plays underneath it that is, you know, just a standard synth driving tone is great. It fits the movie perfect. It gives you that robot feel. It works great. Doesn't affect the tone of the movie at all. But then they go into those heavy metal belts or God forbid that uh, Weird Al song. And you're just all of a sudden just like, oh, great. I am focusing on the music. It's detracting from the movie itself. I would disagree. To me, that's super distracting. You, you, you've you never seen heavy metal. So you wouldn't under. I don't no, think I you're understanding not. where where the where the the aesthetic is coming from. So you're saying that in order to enjoy this movie, you've had to watch the original Transformers plus heavy metal. Sure. <laughs> yeah. 
and then maybe you have a chance at enjoying it. It might be a little bit too weird still. There's a barrier to entry for this film. Yes, yes. There's multiple checkpoints on a list. This movie geek keeps it simple. It does. I love it. It's such a good way of putting it. I, I can understand why people love this movie. I honestly can. And I can understand why Transformers fans love this movie. I liked parts of this movie. I love the unabashedness to the fact that a cartoon made from toys, literally just to help sell the toys for kids, had the balls to blow away main characters in the first 20 minutes and set a tone that, like Ken said, there's stakes. There's actual stakes. I, I appreciate all of that. However, not being a fan of Transformers in general, just never having gotten into it, I... It's it's hard for me. It's really, really hard for me. I don't even know who I'd recommend this to because, to be honest, the people who would want to see this movie already have. Mm. I can't imagine yeah. anybody coming up and being like, do you know any good animated robot movies? Or do you know any good... <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I just can't fathom anyone coming up to me that I'd be able to recommend this to and be like, oh yeah, this is right up your alley. The Art people students. who want to see this have seen it. People going, like, learning uh, animation, maybe. That's, you know, where that's they a good point. They don't care about plot. That's a good point because there is, like I said, there's a massive, massive compliment to this film is the animation is some of the best I've ever seen. Yeah, definitely uh, uh, recommend it to somebody who's into art. Like, that's kind of makes sense. Yeah. Hey, you want to get an animation? Watch this and understand how cool animation this is. Like, it's definitely has a place in history for that. For sure. And I mean, for all the talk we keep giving Heavy Metal, I will be the first to admit Heavy Metal has terrible animation in, in a lot of the parts. And that's on part due to the fact that nobody really was around to do that other than Disney at the time. They kind of separated themselves and they became kind of the first studio making a full-length feature animated film that wasn't heavily reliant on Disney animators. This is obviously different. This is a different scenario because it's, it's you know, it's, it's Japan. So it's, it's, it's coming from, you know, studios that are very well-versed in this. It's like essentially having that Disney doing this on the back end in a different country. So Heavy Metal isn't the best animated film, but I feel like pacing and beat for beat it was better than this. Oh, Whereas yeah. this, the animation's incredible, but the pacing is just, it is so hard to keep track of. So unless you're a mega fan of Transformers, like, I could see how this would be Transformers' dream. Even fans agree that the pacing of this movie is awful. Well, it's just nonstop. That's the problem. It never once, and I, I was waiting and waiting because I wanted to make a note of it, but never once in the hour and 30 minutes was there a breath. There was always music playing, always characters talking. Never once was there ever a breath. The only real breaths you can count are, I guess, when they, you know, screen transitioned. When for like Prime a, died? Half a second or two? That kind of 20 minutes in. 20 minutes in, that is the only the only <laughs> hard stop in the movie. Yeah, and, and if anything, that should be the best part. The music playing is somber and like the characters mm -hmm. all cry because Prime is dead. And that's it. Yeah. The best way to look at this from a non-biased point of view is if I was to take, let's say, five, six episodes of an anime and stitch them all together as a movie, pulling out everything that wasn't action or fighting scenes and stitching just that together, that's what this is. To me, it honestly did feel like watching a TV show, but it felt like watching a TV show where all the filler was pulled out, like all the, all the floating and yelling scenes in Dragon Ball pulled out and just having nothing but a movie of them punching and kicking. Like, it, it felt like that to me. So I understand why Transformers fans would love this but for me i was so out of the loop not knowing anything about anything going on it really is unforgiving in trying to give you any exposition whatsoever 
I, I appreciate this movie. I appreciate it, but it's not not for me. <laughs> It'd be real hard for someone today without any knowledge of the Transformers to even get into this. It would be some other reason that they would enjoy it, not because it's Transformers. Yeah. 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 That's, that's fair. So that was us shooting all our characters and only leaving 10% left that had terrible, goofy names like Radimus and Posthumimus and <laughs> Forgetimus and Spitimus. Oh, hey, at, at least the Dinobots didn't die. We've got that, too. There you go. <laughs> so glad they got through. Did yep. we discuss what movie we're watching next? Yes. Oh, we're, I'm getting there. I forgot. We, he'll, he'll, he'll tell you, actually. Yeah, yeah. remind me, because I, I can't remember. He's going to say Hidalgo. Just, just wait for him to say Hidalgo. Okay. Or Seabiscuit. That was Hidalgo's Seabiscuit. Rewound and, well, it was rebooted and it sucked. Um, No, that was the Transformers movie, Rewound. If you could like, subscribe, share, all that jazz. Um, If this is moderately interesting, if it's majorly interesting, scream out your windows that you like this podcast. That may have more impact in the world. Otherwise, come back in two weeks where we will discuss how to let the spice flow with Dune. I'm so excited. No, no, this is this is the one with the rock, right? Incorrect. That uh, one's not out yet. That's, if you that's... watch that, shame. <laughs> we're, no, we're watching Doom, the one with the Dune with the rock. Oh, Doom, Croc, rock in the Crocs. Doom, 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 rock in the Crocs. U N E U U N E, not Dude. Dude. D U D E. Oh, Dude Ranch. Hey, dude. No. From oh, God. Hey, Jesus dude. Jesus Christ. Hey, dude. Yes, we're... Okay. Audible. We're watching Hey, dude. Boone. B-O-O-N. Oh, isn't that a... Oh, what? what is that? That's an animated short film. It came out... It's a cheap one. 20 years ago. It's it's called June. Oh, June. Okay. Okay. Anyway, while we slowly lose our minds, come back in two weeks when we rewind again. Yay. <laughs> nice. Autobot City, you know, like Human City, an actual yeah. note I took. Yeah, Autobot City. Like like Spatula City. Spatula City. <laughs> Autobot City is actually Fortress Maximus. It's an it's an actual Transformer. Yeah.